Welcome to my canning cellar, where my purpose is not to tell you how to can, but rather tell you how I can. I very often refer to the guidelines put out by the National Center for Home Food Preservation, and I'll put that link in the show description. I also do a lot of online research looking for tried and true ways of home canning that I feel the most comfortable and confident about. I also have a variety of canning books, such as the latest edition put out by Ball. Everyone should do what makes him or her feel the most comfortable and confident. I realized this morning that I don't think I ever said why there's an important reason for having the correct headspace. And this is something I did look up. One reason is if there's too little headspace, then we risk the chance of the food not having enough room to expand, and that would cause the lid to rise, perhaps, and food getting between the jar rim and the lid seal, and that would cause the lid to not seal. The reason for not wanting too much headspace is because the processing time may not be enough to force the extra air out, and that would leave room for bacteria to grow. So this is Season 2, Episode 17, Dilly Beans. I'd only made dilly beans once before years ago, and not a very big batch. Recently, our newly pregnant granddaughter called me with a craving for dilly beans, but I didn't have any. Luckily, my sister found her last jar she'd made in 2019. So using my sister's recipe, I made a batch for the mommy-to-be, who will have to share them with her grandfather and her aunt, who also love them. Oh, and we'll have to share with her mom as well. So, the equipment I used was my Presto Precise Digital Canner, a Dutch pot for the brine, measure spoons, cutting board, a sharp knife, seven pint jars with lids and rings, and one half pint jar with lid and ring, a debubbler, pot holders, a dish towel, a wet, lint-free dishcloth, and a jar lifter. For ingredients, I used about four and a half pounds of raw green beans, one teaspoon minced garlic per jar, one teaspoon dill seed per jar, one half teaspoon red pepper flakes per jar, and for the brine, I used five cups of water, five cups of white vinegar, and a half cup sea salt. Later in this episode, I'll tell you what I changed from this original recipe. And I use sea salt because it doesn't make the water cloudy, like an iodized salt could do. First thing I did was I trimmed the edges off of the green beans, and I laid several on the cutting board lined up together and then trimmed them together. It made it a lot easier. As I was trimming them, I had the brine ingredients together in the Dutch oven pot, which were the water, the salt, and the vinegar. I brought that to a boil, and then I shut the heat off and let it cool down a bit. I stacked as many green beans as possible into each jar. And by stacked, I don't mean on top of each other. I mean they were lined up. And I found it easier to lay the jar on its side and then shove them in that way. So after putting as many beans in each jar as possible, I put in the spices in each jar. And then I covered that with the brine. Using my plastic debubbler, I displaced the beans in the air pockets, and then I topped each jar off to a quarter-inch headspace. These aren't in the processor for very long, so it's not a big danger of them boiling over. So that's why we only need a quarter-inch headspace. I wiped the rims down with a vinegar top washcloth, the one that is lint-free. I topped each jar with a lid, and then I tightened the rings. A while ago, I read online that with the Presto Digital, it's best to just tighten the rings a tad more than finger tight, which is what I normally do. 
So I did this, as some of my jars in previous canning batches hadn't sealed. I was usually ending up with at least one per batch not sealing. So if you're using a Presto Digital Canner, do your own research on this subject so you feel comfortable. So these only had to be done in the water bath cycle, seeing how we were using vinegar, which was giving them enough acid. I processed the jars for 15 minutes, and my elevation is above 1,000 feet over sea level, so that's why I used the 15 minutes. I let them set a few minutes after they were done, then I removed them from the canner and I set them on a dish towel. I always set hot jars on a dish towel to avoid any potential jar shock from a colder surface. And as far as processing time, it's best to research that more if your elevation is higher than mine. This original recipe did call for 10 minutes and I added the 5 for my elevation. The dilly beans are supposed to sit for at least 2 weeks before eating to allow the flavor to develop. After the two weeks were up, I took a jar to my granddaughter for her thumbs up or thumbs down. She gave it a thumbs up without actually doing a thumbs up, but she said it was a bit kicky. So for my next batch, I cut the red pepper flakes back to a quarter teaspoon per jar. And in that last batch, I ended up with 32 pints of dilly beans. We just bought a bushel of green beans a few days earlier, and we have many left over, but I ran out of vinegar. And for some unknown reason, I had enough brine to fill a quart jar with green beans. I was seriously over doing dilly beans, and so I just threw the quart of beans with that brine in the refrigerator, and we'll check them out in a couple weeks. Now, because I did the four batches in a row on my 32 pints, whenever one batch was done and the jars were removed, I took out about six cups of water from the canner and I replaced it with cold water. Because the water was obviously scalding hot, but my newly put in jars were not going to be. This kept my jars from being shocked by too much of a difference in heat. So the first known commercially sold dilly beans are attributed to two young school teachers named Sonia Hagna and Jacqueline Park. And this was back in the 1950s. They decided to use Sonia's mother's recipe for pickled beans they then hired a fledging ad agency, and the agency suggested that they do some Arabian ad campaigns just to try to make dilettantes out of people who were into trying new things. So soon, New Yorkers are reading such whimsical ads as, Diane Shugri ate 3,925 dilly beans last month. She didn't gain an ounce. There were a lot of zany plugs that were put in, along with weird music, and it was weird music to eat dilly beans by. One ad campaign was, if your neighborhood grocer doesn't have a jar, knock something off the shelf on the way out. But so many customers took it literally and seriously that grocers started to complain. So the ad campaign was changed to, move to another neighborhood. So I'm going to sign off now. I have seven quarts of potatoes going in the stovetop canner, and I got to get downstairs and check on them. Thank you very much for visiting my canning cellar. Talk soon. Stay safe.